Matters with information on an important free resource for veterans, the VA Health and Benefits app. The tool is like a one-stop shop for veterans. It allows them to view or cancel VA medical appointments, send and receive messages from healthcare providers, and download VA benefit letters to provide veteran status or disability payments. Veterans can also manage existing VA claims, find the closest VA medical centers, and get quick access to the VA crisis line. You can download the Health and Benefits app on your iPhone or at the Google App Store, or wherever you normally get your mobile apps. If you already use this app, please share your feedback on your phone's App Store. That's the VA Health and Benefits mobile app. I'm Mike Richman. I applied for this job because I wanted to cut loose and shake my rump. Find us on the web at mbradio.us. I want to make it clear that the views expressed by our hosts are not considered the official stance of MBR views. Remember, this is all about having fun and enjoying the ride. Turnbuckles, Turnbuckles and stogies! to settle down here what's going on it is me the og i'm here with the big dog what up people the gorilla what's up, what's up? we are turnbuckles and so we'd welcome back to what are we calling this sunday slam sunday slam sunday morning wind down there you go sunday morning wind down here we are hey listen uh we got a guest coming on around uh what 11 30 what do we got we have my man mr keith moskowitz uh Kiki Momo Cigar, baby. Kiki Momo, you mean Kiki Momo? Kiki Momo, baby. What we got? That's what we got. What you got, my brother? I got Stars and Stripes. Got the Maduro Gordo 6x60. And I've got uh, one of his sublime cigars. I have the catalog somewhere. All right, and I cut mine with the uh, True Cut, Liga Bravada True Cut, and I'm going to be lighting mine with this. Actually, my one of my favorite lighters, that car. What are you guys cutting the light with? I'm going to cut mine with a straight cut because I'm a straight cut guy. I may save mine till he comes on, brother. Then I'm going to smoke. But other than that, I'm smoking an Odyssey right now in Connecticut. I'm not a big fan of it, but I'll smoke it. So let's talk about, um, you know, I'm not a big fan of WWE, as everybody knows, but I watched a clip of 
Mr. Randy Orton. I watched it this morning on my way to work, obviously. Um, where he was in a ring, it was him, it was the general manager Raw, general manager SmackDown. Which was Adam Pearson and Elvis. Yes, they were giving him an opportunity. And I'm going to let Joey do it because I'm not sure exactly what was said. Well, I'm not really sure, but I just know on Raw they offered him the winner of Seth and Jay Uso, so he had a shot at the title. And then SmackDown offered him a shot at the bloodline. Obviously, that's what he took because of the storyline of that's who put him out for over a year and a half. Right, and he made it very clear. Right. He made it very clear when he came back. Correct. Uh, and he also made it clear during war games to Jay. Yeah. In the ring. Yes. Speaking of war games, we briefly touched on, on the last show. Um, I think from top to bottom, I think war games was oh, I, I, a fantastic. Yeah, it was. My opinion. It absolutely was from top to bottom. I, I enjoyed every bit of it. What was your favorite moment? Listen, I got, I'm not going to lie. Um, my favorite moment, I mean, there was a lot of them, but I, I had to put it at the top, is the RKO from the top of the cage. Oh, no, oh that, that was, was that was tremendous. That was crazy. That was tremendous. I mean, the timing on that, you know? Yeah. I mean, you're off on the timing, and somebody's going to get hurt. Well, yeah, very true. But if you've seen what he did, there we he are. went over there, and he went like this. Put his foot across and said, right here. And that was the baddest RKO he ever did. That was that but was here's, here's what I was getting to about what he what he did. And it, and it was on last Monday night war two with uh Rhea Ripley. He's standing in the ring and he's going, he's going, you know, I was sitting home while I was out and I was watching Raw, and all I hear is mommy, 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 mommy. He goes, Well, guess what, mommy? Daddy's back. No, I said daddy's home. Oh, daddy's home. Okay. okay. See, I'm not a big fan. But then last night on Raw, or whenever the Raw was, just recently, whatever he did, SmackDown, whatever. After he did that, he leaned over to Paul Heyman, and he goes, wise man, call Roman Reigns and tell him daddy's back. So I think that's, that's awesome. I think that's the greatest catch line he's had lately. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's he's just he's a beast. He's a beast. What's going on, everybody? What are you guys smoking out there? Put it in the comments here and tell us what you're what you're smoking, uh, what your thoughts are on the pay per view. We want to hear from you. You can also call us or text us at 720-619-0627. Call on the show. Love to hear from you. Talk, text us. Say hi. See what's going on. What else new, fellas? Nothing much, man. I just uh, had to work this morning, you know, a little overtime, never hurt nobody. Went in there and dealt with the Boston's because, you know, they always messing things up. You know what I mean? So Absolutely. Has been any good any good lounges around here? No, I haven't been anywhere. No, nah, I haven't been in a lounge. We haven't been to a lounge in a while. And this week we're a little tied up. We got to go to the cemetery on, on uh, Tuesday for my mother-in-law, and then Friday night we got a wedding, and then Saturday Joey's going to not on the road again. He's out on the road again. He came back Friday. Tell us about your Friday night with ISPW and the the now. That was that was a good night. We had fun. It was a good show. Tell if, us. if you can make it out to those shows, I highly suggest it. They're a whole lot of fun. 
I enjoyed it from top to bottom. The, the last two shows I've been to were absolutely fantastic. Um, his next show actually is in January. That was the last show of his for the year. His next show is January 20th in Barnegat. Barnegat, New Jersey. He's out in Barnegat, New Jersey on the 20th. Down by the shore. Yeah. Down by Seaside Heights, New Jersey. Uh, it's about 20 minutes from Sea, 30 minutes from Seaside, 40 minutes from AC. It's kind of like right in the middle. For y'all that don't know, that's our home away from home for the summer. We go down there. So, we stay into uh, we stay at the Sunburst Inn on the boulevard. If y'all ever need a hotel room for the summer, you got to book it now. Call the Sunburst Inn. Ask for uh, Butch. Tell him Big Dog sent you. He'll know. And uh, it's very family orientated, and they, uh, it's one of the best motels I stayed at. He has that one, and he has one right next door, Sunburst Two. They do pizza parties during the week on Tuesday, bagels and breakfast every day, uh, swimming pool. You can grill there. You can smoke outside. Just got to keep the noise down. I'm going to trouble two years ago for that because I was cursing. <laughs> <laughs> what else is new? So, so tell us about the promotion that you went and saw, the show that you went and saw. What is it about? Who are they? Tell us, give us some background. They used about. to run, if I remember correctly, they ran a long time ago. The guy who owns it also owns the Rock and Wrestling Collector in New Jersey. He used to be the wrestling collector. He rebranded to Rock and Wrestling. Um, I've been there. It's a great store. If you haven't been there, go check it out. A lot of, lot of, lot of old wrestling action figures out from the the LJNs, you know, all the way up until I think even current stuff. Not very much of the current stuff. A lot of old magazines, magazines, videotapes. Uh, DVDs, pictures, just all kinds of memorabilia you can think of. And he he primarily runs, I think he's primarily just runs a lot of Jersey shows. Yes, he doesn't go anywhere else. He doesn't really travel too much. We were in Patterson Friday. And then the week before that, two weeks before that, I was in West Milford. And... One of the the school the churches over there this week we were at I was at Saint Bonaventure in uh, Patterson. That was a, that's a nice little place. Venue was great. Turnout was great. Could have fit more people, but you know weather and stuff like that. I understand. Um, I mean the card from top to bottom was was great. There was guys that I've never heard of before that can actually wrestle. Um, you know, that are not, not actually wrestled, but guys that are fantastic. You know, they, from top to bottom, man, he, he can really put a a card together from top to bottom, the owner. Now, is there anybody on the card that we should be looking out for, like a name that we should look for? Well, I mean, like, he had a few guys on there that were, that Maven. Been, no, Maven wasn't there. LaGreca actually is, uh, he's going to be going away for a little while. The host of Busted Open, Dave LaGreca, was there. Actually, they just brought in, and if I remember correctly, he worked for MCW. Yes, he also uh, is. No, uh, Andy Weinberg. Yes. He, he was big for Maryland Championship Wrestling, if I'm correct. So he was, He just actually, he was there. Dave LaGreca is going away for a little while. I, I think it's got to do, I don't know if it's, 
something was busted open that he can't do appearances or anything like that. I'm not really sure what's – I don't know what it is. I just know he's going away for a little while. Um, then you had Leo Sparrow there who was trained, I believe, in Creator Pro down on Long Island. He wrestled uh, – you had – who else was there? There was there was so many people there that I, I can't remember because I don't have it in front of me. Um, but he had a few NWA guys there. Two of them are the guys that I was traveling with that are his tag champs. Um, then you have another guy, Joe. Joe something I forget his name, but he he looks like a super. He he looks like a superstar. I mean, you know muscled up, you know, can move, can can work the crowd. I mean, he's just he's good. I, I enjoyed his match. There there was quite a few guys there. I you know I don't have the whole thing in front of me because it did the card obviously as always is subject to change. We all know that. Yeah. So you know things so, changed, so, uh, matches changed. What's the name of the promotion again? ISPW it's called Inter International superstars of pro wrestling. Maybe our producer can slap that button on the screen for everybody so we can we can follow them. I'm sure they would appreciate us following them, get to know their superstars. And um what else is going on, guys? What else you guys got coming up? Well, I know we have, you were talking about uh both of you guys. I got um, well, I got all next week. I got Captain Lawrence brewing uh I believe the 29th of December for Outlaw. I'll be down there. Um, and then after that, I got February. We got a show. I don't know the location yet. That'll be up as soon as it goes live. Um, and then we're in talks to go to Carolina in just in November. Or uh, not November, May. May. Sorry. Really? We're in talks to go down to the Carolinas. Wow. Maybe they'll have to well, go down, down to Carolina. Down to the Crockett territory. We're also we're also supposed to we'll see how things work out turnbuckles and stogies are supposed to be a destination earth what january destination earth get out of here yes and that is hosted by that is hosted by the one and only who who's the sponsor for it Uh, well there's a few of them the big sponsor. Well, there's a few big ones. You have Caldwell. You have Aventura. Caldwell is the main man. Uh, you have Aventura with Henderson. Um, I forget. There's so many sponsors going to be there. There's about so that? many. Looking forward to that. Absolutely. Hopefully we can make it happen. And, you know, if we can make it happen, hey, listen, then we're golden. All right, now that we uh, we started, we got some people on here. Let's uh, what the hell? Let's announce the contest. What do you think? Sure, want to announce it? Sure. All Let's right. Announce. So here's what Turnbuckles and Sogi's going to do. <coughs> the three of us. Oh man. And the next paper view. Well, actually, paper views throughout the whole entire year. We're going to have a contest among each other. What we're going to do is we're going to pick one contest and one pay per view, and we're going to keep total throughout the entire year. We have a championship belt being made up, and the person that wins this contest is going to get that belt. But where you come in is you get to participate along. And if you can beat all three of us, we're going to make our picks 
and then you make your picks. And if you beat all three of us, and you whoever the winner is at the end of the season from the fans, from you, we're going to issue you what a five pack, five pack of our choice. Five pack. I'm also going to throw in some cigar tender swag. Swag. What do you mean swag? Oh, I don't know. Like patches and hats and shirts. We're going to give a bunch of stuff away. So all you got to do is you have to go up against the three of us. We're going to compete against each other. And uh, so we're going to get the championship belt. We're going to get the turnbuckle belt. You all will win a five-pack of cigars and some swag and some other stuff will accumulate throughout the year that will be yours for the grand prize winner, whoever beats the three of us. We'll keep tally of it. And the only way you follow that is going to be on turnbuckles on Instagram. That's where you got to keep track of the tally. We're going to keep that pinned to the top of the page. Pinned What's to the up, top. Uh, you could probably check for what? Monthly updates, maybe? Monthly updates. Anytime there's a pay-per-view out, we're going to list the contests that we're, we are competing against yeah. each other with. Again, we're, only, we're not picking every match on the card. We're just picking one match each. We're each going to pick a match going head-to-head against each other. Right. You come in, those same matches, you have to beat us. If you beat us, you accumulate throughout the year, you accumulate points throughout the year, you'll be the grand prize winner at the end. So we'll be on WrestleMania. We're going to debut our belt, our championship belt. And we'll update the prizes too as we go along. You're going to accumulate throughout the uh, entire year. It's going to be more than just a five pack. It's going to be more than just a t-shirt. It's going to be yes. more than a hat and a patch. We're going to accumulate throughout the entire year a prize package for the winner who beats all three of us. Yes. And you will be deemed the Turnbuckles heavyweight champion. But you don't get the belt, though. We don't get the belt. We get the belt. We keep the belt. One of us wins that belt. Well, that would be me. One of us wins. I wouldn't say that. It'd probably be me. It'd probably be Joey. Yeah, it would probably be my son. But so that's a contest coming up. So stay tuned for that. And uh, what else we got here today, guys? What else we're going to talk about? While we're waiting for uh, we're waiting for our, our guest here today. He's going to be on just so a little bit. About let's announce let's announce our December tenth guest and our December seventeenth guest. So December, so I'll so December tenth will be the owner of Apex Championship Wrestling. Just. Jesse, based out of Florida. Sweet. Uh, not Florida. I apologize. North North Carolina. Carolina. He's a veteran. He's a new upstart company. He's a veteran. He's got to go fund me for a ring. He had some promotions back out of letting him use it. So when he comes on next week, we'll have his GoFundMe pinned in the comments. You know, anybody that knows anyone, maybe, you know, could, could help him out. Hey, every bit matters. I mean, or even if you know somebody with a ring that's willing to rent it to him, I mean, you know, hey, listen. You know, let us know. And we'll we'll get him in contact with them. And then, December seventeenth, we have my good friend and my brother. Yeah, he's in Florida. I'm sure everybody knows who he is because he's all over. I know Instagram. Bernie knows who he is. He's all over. He's all over Instagram. He's all over uh, uh, Facebook and all of that. Mister Kevin Shanahan, AK. A cigar prop 
aka the owner of Panda Trash Panda Cigars. That is fantastic. Awesome. We got quite the lineup coming up, huh? Yes. Then we're going to be taking a little bit of break around Christmas, obviously. We'll, we'll yeah. probably pre-record then... our Christmas episode, give us a break. We might, uh, depending on how it works, we might have to record one or two episodes, take a break from Christmas and the New Year's. And listen, just so everybody and knows, then... New Year's Eve is my birthday. I accept all kind of gifts, liquor, and cigars. Chris Mitchell. Go ahead, finish what you're saying, Joe. So we'll probably pre-record one or two episodes maybe to get us through the first week of the new year. Yep. And then come back that second Sunday with a bang. You know, we'll try to line up. This way it'll give us time to line up a guest. Yep. Set up a time. Get some cigars in. Advertise it. Promote it the right way. You know, this way you guys know who's coming, who's not coming. We'll try to lock in. We, we do have some – we do have a few guests that are, are – we're getting ready to lock in after the new year. We've already been in talks with them. One of them is a very good friend of mine. I've already reached, we both reached out to him. We're just waiting on a confirmation date for him to come on because that's going to be a big one. So it takes time. What, what people need to understand too, it takes time. Working around all these guys. The wrestling the promo. Wrestlers, yeah, we got to work around their yeah. schedules. And sometimes we might have to record because. We might have to record. Their might time doesn't line up with us. But. They're yeah. coming, and that's why we're kind of being a little reserved. We want to put a little out there, but we don't want to get. I won't keep you some of the guests for the new year because I want to leave that up to a surprise. Uh, and don't worry about the contest; it's still going to go on, even though these are going to be recorded. We're still going to uh, do yes. the contest again. All you have to do to recap that real quick for the folks that just joined in. I see a couple more people popped on. So what we're doing here, at turnbuckles and sogies, we got a championship belt. We're going to go for the. Turnbuckles Championship, myself, Big Dog, Joey V. We got a championship belt coming, but you can win too. All you have to do is beat all win. three of them. Yeah, you can win cigars, swag. Not two of three, not one of three. You got to beat all three of us. And right now, the prize pack is at a five pack of cigars, a cigar tender t shirt. I'm just going to say swag. It's going to be multiple stuff. Yeah, it's going to be multiple stuff. And this is going to accumulate throughout the entire year. It begins here at Royal Rumble and it ends. It ends next Rumble. year at the Royal Rumble. And that way, whoever the champion is goes into WrestleMania, is guaranteed to walk into WrestleMania the champion and guaranteed to walk out. Now, now here's, yeah. here's my thinking, right? Here's my thinking with that challenge. Just because we're starting at the Royal Rumble, I think the match that we should pick in all should be one of the Rumble matches. Women or men. One of them should be? Hmm. Yeah. Hey, I mean, OG, I let me know when you guys are ready for the first segment. We got uh we got some we got we got a question of the day and we have turning point of the week. So just okay, like, let's, do know, question of the day. Let's, let's, let's start. Do let's do question of the day first. All right, question of the day. That's our. If anybody else knows who that is, that's our producer. That's the man behind the curtain. Age. Shout out to H this morning. Good morning, buddy.
Question of the All week. Right. What do we got? Question of the week from a listener off of TikTok. With all the changes since WWE's been with like UFC and all these, you know, partnerships and stuff, is ECW going to eventually be a part of WWE? Well, they already technically own the rights. They've done this once before. I don't see them bringing that back because right now, if they did, ECW would have to go on its own as an independent company in order to thrive. And mm-hmm. WWE wouldn't give it the just do that it, it should have. They tried it. It wasn't that good. I and mean, I, we're just being honest. I don't see it coming back because the wizard, the grandmaster, the grand wizard, the, the odd, evil, the evil genius. genius is now what they call... Uh, part of the bloodline, he is called not only that, he's also he's got a lot of roles backstage, and that is who Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman, Paul E. Dangerous. Yeah, I agree. I don't see that taking any, uh, I don't see the WWE really spearheading the efforts for that. And I, I, I wish they you. would. I agree with you. I don't think they got the legs, but they would, they would have to do just like they did back in the the 90s, and they would have to run by themselves on their own with an evil genius at the helm, and they would have to run it separately by themselves because there's no way they would get their just due under the, the Endeavor TKO WWE banner. They wouldn't get that. They wouldn't get that same uh, the same outcome. They wouldn't get the same anything. Because it would be toned down quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I just don't. I don't see it happening. I mean, there is a company out there that kind of took the place of ECW, yes. And that's GCW. That's Game Changer Wrestling. They're, they have kind of taken that spot of ECW with the, they call them death matches. I mean, it's, 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 it's a deathmatch company, but they Lucha Libre, I mean, regular tag team, singles, women's, you know, like they do everything. So So I got uh, since we're doing question of the week, I did I did get an inbox a couple weeks ago. Go ahead. You guys want to go uh, on the uh yeah, if you want to finish that statement, you can go ahead and finish that statement, OG. Or we can go on break, and then uh, when we come back, you can talk about the turning point of the week. Yeah, let's take let's just take a quick break so we can uh, we can help our guests get on here. Help our guests. We have a guest trying to get on. Hey, 
is Michelle from Park Lane uh, Tobacconist. Come on down for a great selection of pipe tobaccos, cigars, accessories, uh, you name it. Come on down and check us out. I want to thank Turnbuckles and Stokies for promoting us on their program. And back to them at MBR Radio. Well, that's, you know, that's his job, you know, hey, our guest is, uh, is trying to get here. We're trying to get him on real quick here. Uh, so uh, let me uh, let me address a couple questions that were inboxed to me while we're waiting for our guest to come on. Number one. Joey's got to go call him. Joey's on This is one right here for Big Dog. Big Dog, I got an inbox from, it's actually addressed to all three of us. But the question was, if you could back go back and do it again, wrestling, I assume they mean, uh, would you keep your persona or find a different persona? So, 20 years ago when I started with my partner, God rest his soul, 25 years ago, me and my partner started The Untouchables. And we used to wear, I used to wear a vest. I used to wear a pair of jeans, a pair of boots, and a T-shirt with my picture on it. Then after me and my partner, because my partner got sick, I had to go on my own. I went on my own and I joined uh, NWA New England. And the promoter of NWA New England came to me and he said, I have the best gimmick for you. And I said, but I have a gimmick. He goes, no, 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 no. We're going to change that up. And that's when he took my jeans out of my out of my suitcase, grabbed a, a, a razor knife, and just cut him, cut him, cut him, cut him. Sent one of the kids to the store. He got me some rope, my lumberjack shirt he cut, and he got me a bone. And he said, your new name is just Big Dog. You are now going by Big Dog Marino. He goes, you are now part of the Moon Dogs." So I've changed my persona twice. And now I changed it again. Just recently, when I tagged up with my son, I came out in a different persona with my cigar, with my hat, with my jeans on, you know, with a pair of gym shorts on and a pair of uh, a pair of Nikes, like the platinum Nikes, red and black. So I've changed my persona a lot. And, you know, in this business, you have to change with the times. I mean, look at the look at the Undertaker when he first came out. He was the Undertaker. Then he became American Badass. Then he became the Brothers of Destruction. Then he went back to the to the Undertaker gimmick. Then he changed it again. So yes, you have to change with the uh, with the times. Look at Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho changed. I mean, Daniel Bryan changed. Uh, you know, you have to change with the times in order to stay on top of the the production and and to sell yourself to the crowd. Basically, what you're doing is you're selling yourself to the crowd. That's basically what you're doing. You you want the crowd to come back and say, hey, man, I love that guy, Big Dog. I love that guy, OG. I love that guy, Vanilla Gorilla. I, you know, you want them to come back to you. You want them to buy your merchandise. You want them to buy pictures. You want to be talked about so much that when that, when that, when that booker or that, that guy that owns that federation, when they hear, oh, man, that team was great. That guy was great. That guy's going to say, wow, 
this guy's making me sell tickets. You know, so you have to change with the times. I mean, you know, you get some guys, and I'm going to shout out to my brother Loki and my brother, my brother Homicide and Eddie Kingston because I know them all. Loki changed. He went from just being Loki when wearing a, a you know, um, I call it a, a, a fucking bathing suit. But he went from that, he went to WWE. He, he became, uh, I forget his name in WWE, he became the karate guy. Then he went to TNA and he became like a bodyguard with a suit and tie and a, and a, and a strap like a gun. You know, so yes, you have to change with the times. You know, if you don't change with the times, you're never going to make it in this business. So the other part of the question on there, uh, there was one for me along the same lines. I... They asked if I wrestled. No, I've never been a wrestler. I've been a huge wrestling fan all my life. Um, and the question was, did I ever want to be a wrestler? No, I never wanted to be a wrestler. But I always, always, always wanted to be a manager. I love guys like Mouth of the South. I love Bobby Heenan, uh, Mr. Fuji. I love those guys. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just, I just love the manager aspect of it. And I always wanted to be a manager. So... No, uh, I never wanted to be a wrestler, but I always want to be uh, a manager. Scott asked, um, who was your idol in the wrestling world for each of you? Uh, for me, uh, you know, I'm 51 years old. I remember guys like superstar Billy Graham really got me into wrestling. I just loved his persona. I loved his character. I loved um, just the way he commanded respect. I loved superstar <laughs> Billy Graham. And then, you know, that kind of morphed into, obviously, the immortal Hulk Hogan. Um, but then Undertaker came on the scene, and Undertaker, to this day, is my my guy. How about you? Uh, well, you know, I, I go a little further back. Antonio Inoki, uh, you know, uh, Captain Lou, uh, Antonio Luaka, uh, okay, know, guys like that, um, you know, I, I honestly, I don't have an idol. What made me get into wrestling was just watching these guys. I was sitting at home one day with my mom and I said, I'm going to do that one day. And, uh, you know, like I said, my idol, you know, I like the old times, like Jimmy Snooker, guys like that. Uh, I met Jimmy Snooker, uh, Johnny Jocks, uh, after a while, Samoan, Uncle Jimmy. you know, Pops and, 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 and his yeah. brother, Seeker. You know, guys like that. Um, I mean, I could go on and on. Uh, Johnny Valiant, the Boogie Woogie Man. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I'm an old time. I, I like the old guys. You know, it's it's just an idol. I really don't have one. I mean, I love them all because everybody has a different style. Everybody has a different charisma. You know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. you know, and you take that. You take. You take. You can always combine different people's, uh, like, let's say, you know, you can combine Hulk Hogan, you can combine Jimmy Boogie Woogie Man, you can combine Eddie Kingston all in one, but you're going to make it your own style. So me, I don't have an idol. I have people I like. Um, so, yeah, so that's just, that's my answer. So, Joey, the, the part of question uh, for you that I got texted was, um, if you could tag team with 
any wrestler, any any company, who is the number one guy or girl that you would like to tag? Number one, hands down. Who would who would you love to tag team? There's so many. He's waiting on a code from Facebook. And we'll we'll get an update on the guest in just one time. I'm, I'm working on the guest. Don't worry, guys. Um, I mean, there's so many. There's there's so many. That's a tough question. I mean, number one can change all the time. See, that's the thing. Number one, number one can change all the time because of the fact that you may find somebody else that you like more than your original number one. If you okay. would have asked 10-year-old me, I probably would have told you AJ Styles. If you ask me now, I'm probably going to tell you Eddie Kingston. And that's only because I think that would be a very uh, interestingly fun tag team to give a live microphone to. Nice. Nice. So, Coop, uh, Rich Cooper uh, asked a question on here. What is your Mount Rushmore of wrestlers? Four. Mount Rushmore. Well, Number one on that list, and everybody's going to say it's a typical number one, but number one is Ric Flair. Without a doubt, no questions asked. Flair's number one. Flair has to be number one. There's nobody nobody that was like him. There was nobody like him since. There's nobody that that had that same... uh, I hate to use the term, but Flair as him. Nobody had that same drive, that, that same bravado. Yeah, machismo, nobody. That, that's something that's not very yeah. uh, common anymore. Is that bravado? Confidence, that, confidence, that confidence. That you know, I'm the guy, and if you don't like it, that's too bad. There, there is none of that anymore. Well, shouldn't say that. The only one that's come really now. fucking close is Max. And now he's coming really close. LA Knight's working it up pretty good. He is. I'm curious to see if it if it gets to the Your number one is Flair. Number one has to be Flair. Okay, so you're number two. <sighs> it's harder than when it's, I read no, that. It was it's hard. hard. It, it's hard because, to but, but let's go off the cuff. And immediately rapid fire, so we know one is Flair. Now, now the question here's here's the question: Are you talking overall presentation or just? I'm going to you know what I'm trying. You know I, what I'm yeah, trying yeah. to say. I, I'm interpreting when you say Mount Rushmore. It is the top, the best of the best, like as a whole, as the persona. As wrestling, you know, as a wrestler, as I mean, personally, an entertainer. This guy's wrestling wasn't the greatest, but his gimmick and his presentation were just phenomenal. They transcended everything. That's Warrior. Warrior would have to be number two. He's online one. Gimmick wise, like his wrestling wasn't, you know, very technical, but his presentation, he made you believe in everything. And he would have to be number two. All right. So rapid fire three and four. Our guest is in the studio. So give me your three and four, and then we'll finish ours off after uh, our guest has uh, 
So uh, three and four, I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna go snooker. Ooh, I go like snooker. it. I like it. And then I'm gonna go out there. Fantastic. On that note, hey, introduce us, brother. So, ladies and gentlemen, we want to bring in our guest, the man, the myth, the legend himself like of Kiki Momo Cigars. What's up, what's up, bro? Well, and thanks for having me on. I apologize for being late. I'm not a tech savvy guy. Listen, these are absolutely fantastic. And I'm not just saying it because you're on here. I mean it. Ask any of these guys. I don't, uh, by the way, nice this to meet you. I'm tenders. the OG. Okay, cigar tender. Uh, listen, I don't I don't promote something unless I actually like it. If I don't like it, listen, I'm old school. My parents taught me not to say anything at all. So if I say something so and I say I like it, listen, you take my word for it. It's good. So and why I are you talking? It. I love it. If they tell you not to say nothing, why are you talking? Funny, man. Your turn. <laughs> <laughs> so Keith, We're looking for a new co-host. <laughs> I'm smoking... I'm smoking the uh, stars and stripes. So, I get so tell us a little bit about of of your background and how you went from your career job into getting cigars. You guys can hear me okay now. Is that correct? Yes. Perfect. Listen, that was the great. So good that I woke up, but the fact that I could get on the line. It's the second break. Bed now. I'm done for the day. <laughs> okay. I grew up on cigars. My old man was a cigar guy. Started smoking cigars when I was 12 years old. Always loved cigars. Always. Life gets objects. Um, I was a big romantic guy. About six day. Um, it was getting expensive. I had a big company before this one, and I knew I was ready. I was going to be selling. I wanted to. I'm getting older. I wanted to like downsize and get sort of semi-retired. And I'm looking down. I'm like, what can I do? And I look down at the cigar, and I'm like, this shit's costing me almost a mortgage payment every month. <laughs> <laughs> 1100 bucks a month on cigars. I was like, shit, this is expensive. So I'm like, I'm going to start my own cigar company. <laughs> it was a lot more. <laughs> and I don't regret it. It's just, it's a lot to do. A lot. And it takes years. It's not like you have an idea. The next day you go, you start it, and you're up and running. It takes years to tackle properly. It's happened to me uh, Three times so I was trying to like get into lounge stuff. Guys that have been for 40 years. Try my cigars. I, I like to try them. I'm, a, I'm like faithful. Not good. Not everyone loves it, but I've been very these cigars. And um and three times people said to me that have been in this industry, they're like it's a real great club, but it's young. And I knew they knew what I was talking about because we young. I rolled up cigars and thinking, oh, before I even produced, I would get 
few dozen, maybe 50, 50 cigars. And I'd give them to my friends. And I'm like, guys, you got to be straight with me. If it sucks, you got I'm cool with you. But if I and um and they come back like these are really really good and I'm like man don't jerk me off he's straight so <laughs> I was gonna originally start out with 38 faces and I, as I usually do things I go crazy and I I we currently have about 189 faces wow it's a lot it's a real where down the line, I could see whittling it down to about a 40, 145. And I'll give you this reason why. For example, let's say Connecticut. I could have a Connecticut that's six by 60 and a Connecticut that's six and a half by 60. You sort of don't fill that down to one. And then I have about 11 Solomons. And people say, Do you love all your cigars? I think all my cigars are really good. There's some I like better than others. And the Solomon is one that I'm not really fond of, personally. But people love them. Like, every time I think I'm going to, like, eliminate some of them, someone will order four bundles. And I'm like, wow, what the hell am I thinking, you know? So, <laughs> we went live about a little bit over a year ago where we were on the Internet and selling. Um, we ship all around the world. We just shipped to Portugal for the very first time. We have nice. wow. I love doing that because I have a map with those pins. Uh, just pin this. Name. We have dealers around the around the world. Uh, St. Martin, uh, Bermuda, UK, um, Asia. Uh, just go, we thousand dealers selling almost cigars. And when I first came out and went on online and uh on yeah that was what i said uh you're down we which is a good a good start not as good as i want slow and steady and um guys you just compliment my cigar i i get compliments all the time and it's for a variety of reasons um when i first started i said oh you tobacco you how hard could this be but i first first i got cuban seeds and then i went to three places honduras dominican republic and uh, nicaragua and the reason i bought the farm in Nicaragua was okay. because it's between two very large large manufacturers and um and so now I have a let me let me stop you for a second let me stop you for one second, uh, Keith. So you said you bought a farm in Nicaragua, right? Okay. So now I remember, I don't know, maybe two summers ago, me and Joey were sitting outside, and uh, you jumped on my live, and you were in a swimming pool smoking your cigars. <laughs> I think that's the first time I've heard of them. And I said to you, man, those look so tasty. And you were sitting outside with your little nice, beautiful tan that you have, you know, and you're like, yeah, they are. <laughs> Next thing I know, I get a little care package. And let me tell you, ever since I got that care package, man, I, mm. listen, I've never had a bad cigar from you. And, you know, uh, you know, and I'm glad that you're doing very well. And I'm glad you bought a farm. And 
we want to hear what made you, instead of uh, going to somebody else on their farm, what made you want to buy the farm and do your own thing? Oh. It's all about control, right? And, and when you're at someone else's second call, it's never that's why it's very hard to have partners when you're in business. Um, okay. You know, these guys that I do that want to do my social, like <clears throat> you got to do like you guys are doing a podcast about cigar smoking and got to uh, tell people how to light a cigar. When you Google, but uh, 19 million have Googled how to light a cigar. It's sort of surprising that there are that many that need to know a technique to light a cigar. But you said 19 million? 19 million people have Googled how to light a cigar. Oh, one million people. Jeez. Wow. Wow. That's what I say. Wow. Wow. Like, I go, I could talk about this cigar. I don't know, five minutes top, how great it is, how, what we did, what we talk for an hour about a cigar. I, I can't. I could tell Oh, what it smells like, how it burns, smell I'm getting, the aromas I'm getting, the cost of it. I, I can tell you all this stuff. So my guy like, well, you got to talk about it. So you can't talk about politics anymore because we're in a fucked up world. And it's not just our Correct. whole world. And I'm a conservative type of guy. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I am a conservative guy. I've traveled all over the world, and people around the world are good. It's our governments that are throwing shit up right now for everybody, and it really bothers. But you, but the best thing I ever heard was Michael Jordan, and they said, "Well, why don't you ever talk about politics?" It's the best answer I ever heard. He's a billionaire, right? He says, "The last time I looked, both Republicans and Democrats buy my sneakers." What a smart thing to say, right? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's like that's like I'm sure I'm sure Republican uh, Republicans and Democrats buy your cigars. Exactly, exactly. So it's hard to talk about politics. So what can I talk? I know a lot about cars. I know a lot about businesses. I, I have a gift for that stuff. I could walk into a business and tell you if you're making a money or if you're losing money, what it'll take to turn it around within minutes. Like I, I'm just I, I'm wired that way. Um, and this, the cigar business is supposed to be my semi-retirement job. And it's crazy. It really is. I feel really blessed. Um, I just got an and unbelievable... It became a full-time job. I just got an unbelievable endorsement two days ago from uh, from the porn star, uh, porn star show in, the, in Detroit. Oh. Hardcore porn. Oh, hardcore porn. The guy got on, and he reached out to me a month ago. I never sent him a cigar. He reached out to me, and he's like, this is, let's go. I thought it was one of my friends screwing around. Like, yeah, sure, let's go. This texting me, right? And he goes, uh, your cigars are really excellent. I'm like, thank you. You know, like I said to you, thank you. And he's like, no. He goes, they're really excellent. He goes, I want to do a video. I'm like, that would be great. He got on yesterday's video. He's done about two or three. Already, and I do not pay him, which it's, it's only 
sounds like I'm paying the way he's so, but he spoke about he goes so who is that Whoa. less gold less guy on TV and uh yeah that's the owner that's the owner of uh hardcore porn well, yeah. they, did, they did an episode yeah they did an episode where he got like an old 19 or 1850s like cigar humidor that he couldn't buy yes and he said if I buy it he goes because I'd store my cigars in it he goes because I'm a big cigar guy he said but I have nowhere to put it he said otherwise I'd buy it and it was like a it almost it almost looked like an entertainment center yes. like humidor that wraps around with like a TV and everything and it was just fully locked in as a humidor. He goes, I would have bought it. He goes, because I'm a big cigar guy. He goes, but I have nowhere to put it. And you know, his, it wasn't the right price. And his son, you know, his son and his daughter's like, Dad, you're always buying this stuff. And he goes, You forget, I own this business. I was doing this before you were around. This is my company. You work for me. <laughs> so now let's get back to the gentleman here who's also an army vet. So tell us what you do for the veterans, because I hear through the grapevine on the in the cigar world that you do a lot for vets. So let's go to that. Um, I'll I'll give to vets every day of the week, guys. I, I think everyone should. I think it's a disgrace that we have active members of our armed services that are eligible. I, I think that's absolute for our country and our people in America should be ashamed of that. So anytime for our, our armed force guys, I always send cigars, always send swag for nothing. Like I'm just a big supporter of that. And I will be to the day I die. It's just, it's just who I am. You know, I, I believe in, I believe in a lot of, but that's, do it well i appreciate that because my dad my brother my other brother my cousin my nephew my uncle my other nephew too. My other nephew he's he's active now and we appreciate that og appreciates that friend, my best friend you know way. so we appreciate that and you know uh there are some cigar companies that do that and og will agree with me and then there are some that you know they're so big for the britches they don't want to give nothing up yeah i i'm not, that's not mm-hmm. I, I don't care how big so so keith i'm gonna i'm gonna switch gears a little bit i got a question for you because you're a businessman so I, I got a question for you um so like you know um it i i, I can't even I, I just started a business in may um you know there's struggles when you're an entrepreneur a new entrepreneur there's all the kind of struggles what advice do you have for me as a new entrepreneur and other entrepreneurs that are thinking of start of any business, not just cigars or cigar accessories, just in general? Uh, what's your advice uh, when failure jumps upon them? Like everybody's going to fail at some point in time in their endeavor. What's your advice to overcome that adversity and that and those experiences? You really. Talking about the business that you just opened, what, what? Yeah, just like, yeah, just like what? Like, you're a successful businessman. How did you become successful? What was that adversity? Like, what what advice do you have to get over those bumps in the road that you're going to face? 
uh, as you, as you, like I said, I started a business, like there's always bumps in the road. How do you keep that drive to keep going? Like what advice do you have for those folks? Someone, whether you're going to or break it, like, I think that's the person you are growing up. But to look for in businesses, business. is there any, so for example, if you were going to tell me you're going to start getting into the contracting business today, I would say I would probably what's happening. House prices are coming down. People uh, find good and they're going through the roof. That industry, it could still be done and you could still make a profit, but you have to look at the area that you're doing it and what you're selling to that area. I had a call the other day. This guy was a, a, a deputy sheriff down here. He 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 uh, left early, took out his savings for his retirement, and he bought this uh, equipment for uh, grading soil for 150 grand. And now he's holding his oh, pecker. He's holding his pecker because he's not getting work. And now that I. So you got to look like. With money with that machine and put it now the people that already have that machine and have stuff now you go and you have to undercut them in order to get just so you could pay off that machine there's always a way to do things right. you just have to part and figure out advertising i've done in all my business life i've done every type of advertising guys radio tv newspaper mailings uh, uh Banners over, over in the planes, billboards, everything you can ask, I've done with advertising. Um, and the way I, when they come in to sell me advertising, I say, if it works, I'm going to love you and you're going to be my best friend. And if it doesn't work, I'm going to hate you and I'll never do business with you. At a time frame, you sound like me. Is cover the cost of the product and the ad. That's all I'm looking to do. I'm not even looking to make a profit because this is this is the way I. <clears throat> Let's say I do a cigar ad and I sell ten customers, ten customers buy my ten bundle surprise, whatever I'm doing, <clears throat> and I make no money. Covers the cost of the ad, cost of the product, so I'm making zero. The way I think, I have a possibility of those people reordering and becoming good customers. So one of the, I don't know if it was shipment. I always write a handwritten note. Thank always. Certain days that I have 160 orders, I'm writing 160 messages, and it's not just thank you. Oh, and oh. I throw in a lot of my boxes. I'm doing it for a few reasons. Number one, I personally love getting free. I do. That's just who I am. When someone, I enjoy it. I, but the, I sent out the swag, the, the, for example, an air freshener with my logo on it. Well, to be honest, it's a two-tier free, and it makes your car smell good because it actually does smell good. It smells like cologne. But you're looking at. When you get in the car, you're like, got me some Kiki Momo's. So I'm always in front of you. 
So that's how I think about that. Right. Okay. Okay. So now, um, and I'm going to tell you right now, Pete, I'm smoking. I'm smoking your stars and stripes, and not because you're here. And you know, I've always been up front with you, even when you sent us the pack two years ago. This is an awesome cigar. So, on that note, we have a question for you. So, Joey still has a code for you. Uh, so we want to which put I, I have used and actually sent people to because I've had people ask me about your stuff, and I said, "Listen, I've had his cigars. I can't tell you how many times over." I said, "You're not just like I've always told you, Keith. I said, you're never going to be disappointed with his stuff." So you know, I'm like, so go get them. I said, even even here, I said, I even have a code. I said, use that. Get yourself a little bit of a discount. I said, order whatever you want. I said, and just I said, and I always I always refer them like I did, you know, to your your sample packs that have a little bit of everything. I said, if you want to try a little bit of everything, always I said, get one or two different samplers and you can get different sizes, you know, different wrappers. And I said, there's a Maduro, a Connecticut, a Habano, just exclusive sample. I said, then you get, you know, the barber poles and the the tri wraps and all this other stuff. I said, just go on and explore. I said, you might wind up with, you know, 30 cigars before you realize it. So Joey, how about we put that out there right now while Keith is out on here? So actually it's already it's already in the comments on Facebook, YouTube, uh, Twitch, everywhere. If you go on his website and you use code the one Joey V, T-H-A-O-N-E, Joey V, you get yourself a discount. You know, and, and you're gonna get great cigars for the pricing. I mean, you can't beat it at all. There's not really anything out there that that compares. The endorsement I had the other day said my my one my SKU number one seventy five was as good as the Cohiba, the Hickey. I've had other. Oh, really? Blows me away when I hear stuff like that. I've gotten compared that I'm just as good as my own Gurkha. Let me see if I can find the chat. A lot of well, that is a that is a blessing that that you are you are that high up. As, and I and I say this with respect as a boutique cigar company, and I say that because you know you're not Arturo Fuente, you're not Gurkha, you're not Cohiba, you're not uh, uh, sh uh, shits. What, what what the hell am I? I don't I don't know. Whatever it is, you're you're just a boutique cigar company, and you know you started it with your retirement. This was supposed to be retirement for you, and supposed to be fun, and it turned into a full time job. You know, and I'm sure. And, but you know, he's smiling. Yes, so he's he enjoying it. So, so you know, and the thing is, the reason we're on so late today, because my brother Keith plays tennis, and guess what? I'm not going to interfere with a guy playing tennis because I used to play golf until I injured my shoulder. So you know, he wanted to come on, so we got him on. So you know, Keith, um, I got to tell you, man, and I'm always going to tell you this. Your cigars are so good, and I and you know I tell people, you know, uh, order them. I said if you shoot in the email, Big Dog sent you, Boss Dog sent you. He'll know. I said I'm not going to tell you he's going to give you a discount, but just tell him I sent you, and you know whatever he sends you, he sends you. I said I don't know what he's going to send you. If he's going to send you hat, air freshener. I said, listen, I got an air freshener hat. I said when I first spoke to him. 
It was on a whim. We were sitting outside having a couple pops, and he jumped on my lap. And we had a great conversation. And to this day, Keith, I will always promote your cigars because you do a lot for the industry. You do a lot for vets. And, you know, I hear a lot of good stuff. And, you know, somebody said to me, oh, as a matter of fact, I was on a live the other day with um, Cigar Vets out of Buffalo. And I told him about you. I said, reach out to uh, um, Kiki Momo. I said, I'm going to have him on tomorrow. I said, reach out to Kiki Momo and just tell him I sent you and explain to them what you do, what they do. Kassan Patel also gives out, like Holy this month shit. he's doing, this month he's Looks doing, like he's doing a whole, a whole month of first responders and, and uh, vets. They pay what he pays for them. So I said to them, reach out to Kiki Momo, explain to him what you do, what they do. They're a little cigar group out of Buffalo. And what they do is they send to cigars to everybody that's active duty all over the world that cannot make it home for the holidays. You know, and I said, reach out to him, tell him I sent you. I said, he's a great dude. And I said, listen, I said, He's not going to give you a hard time. Just explain to him and, you know, he'll help you out. But like I said to you, you know, I'm smoking Stars and Stripes. And let me tell you, Keith, I didn't have this one before. I saved this just for today. This one is on the money. On the money. Makes me happy to hear that stuff. You know, and we appreciate you coming on here, my brother. You yeah, know, was, thanks for joining us, man. We appreciate you. You know, it was like, uh, you know, we were sitting here the other day, and, you know, beyond our control, something happened. And I said, let me heat Keith up. And, and the you know, time slot just, and happened, the time to, just happened to fall. And I said, well, you know, Keith plays tennis at like 10, 10. And we, we did tell everybody that we were eventually going to have you on. We just had to line everything up. And here he is. Everything aligned, and here we go. So, you know, so if you guys order, make sure you heard it from here. Tell them you heard our turnbuckles and stogies. The one Joey V. T-H-A. T-H-A, Joey V, for a discount. Tell them you heard it on turnbuckles and stogies. And I'm sure if you're a vet, first responder, Heath will take care of you. He always takes care of you, even if you're a regular customer. You know what I mean? I will say I will be ordering... Again, Keith, I will be ordering from you again, by the way. Thank you. I just have to figure out what I'm going to order. You got so many cigars. I'm like, it's like, you know, I, I'm sitting here listening to you saying that you had all them cigars. It's like uh, Hell's Kitchen. I know, right? When when they go into Hell's Kitchen and, he, and they have the menu, it's like 40 pages. He goes, what the hell is this? How are you going to order? It's oh, 40 kitchen, pages of food. On kitchen nightmares. Some of the things that have happened that have have caused problems. <clears throat> when I send out an order now, every single order gets a catalog. And and this is why people were coming up to me and they're like, oh, I had watch the best cigar I ever had. Which is it? I go, fuck mine. How do I remember? <laughs> right? So, every single cellophane. We put a few number. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
If everybody wants what I have, the one I have is skew 108, which is the Maduro 6x60. Uh, let me see what mine is, Keith. Hold on. I got yeah, I'm looking. So look at that. I can't see. Oh, it doesn't. Yeah, it's faded. A 137? You got 137. 137. The I target strike is very distinctive. You can probably find it. <clears throat> very good. Very honestly, I, like I said, I don't say it if I don't mean it. And this is a fantastic cigar. I enjoyed it very much. And I'll be ordering myself uh, as well. So Holy moly. I, listen, I powerhouse mine. It's, Holy it's, moly. Keep looking at it. She powerhoused it. Look. He, bro, he, he, no, he's, a power, Chief, he's a powerhouse. He's a powerhouse. I'm still smoking it. Look. So, Keith, we appreciate you coming on, my brother. Thanks so much. And hopefully you'll have me on. Go ahead. Finish. 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 Thanks for having Absolutely. me on, guys. Well, finish what you were going to say. I, but I, no, finish Finish what you were saying. People, is when they see this, they should mark it in the catalog, whether they like it, whether they don't. And I tell them to grade it because when they go on, hey, they don't have to ask, what did they try? They could look at their catalog. Oh, this one I rated it. I know I love it. This one I rated it as seven. I don't. And things like that. Just try to make it easier for me. No, that's I'm a good idea. To... That's a great idea, Keith. I like that idea. And some some of you boutique cigar owners should take some notes from my brother right there. Because you know what? Listen, like Joey does, we have sandwich bags of of labels all over the house. Lighters, cutters, everything all over the house. We have sandwich bags, and I'm like, Joey, no, don't get rid of that. It has this special label. What label? I don't know. It's in there. So, yeah. So, Joey over here collects labels. Because I'm, I'm going to eventually use it for something. I just have to figure out what So, Keith, we appreciate you coming on, my brother. Thank you. And make sure you order from my man, KikiMomo.com. Tell him that Joey, the one Joey V Central, get your discount. Code at checkout. Tell him you heard it on Turnbuckles and Stogies. Do it on a discount. And he, on he a, will be back, by the way. We're going to come back. back. We're going to have Keith, you back on. Keith, if it's okay, I'd like to pick your brain sometime and uh, chat with you another time as well, if that's okay and cool with you. Your schedule when you're free. All right, brother. Thank you, guys. All right, my brother. My hat's off Thanks, to you, guys. my brother. Thank you for everything. We Thanks. appreciate it. Have a great day. Enjoy your weekend. That was fantastic, dude. That I love that guy. I love him. the first Keith, time I've met him. Keith, Keith is such a man. Guy, man. He's, I love that we got to get him back on again uh, yeah. soon. Uh, like I said, I'd love to pick his brain sometime, just in general, just about cigars, about you know, whatever. It's like I said, guy. it's like I said, OG. Oh, we look, were, there's our producer. Me and, Joey, me and Joey were sitting outside one day. We were sitting outside one day, and Keith was in my comments, and I said to him, why don't you jump on? So he jumps on, and he's in the pool like this. Like, let's say you're the end of the pool. He's in the pool like this. He's got his little tan on. And I'm like, what are you smoking? He goes, Kiki Momo. I said, and what is that? He goes, it's my own cigars. I go, where do I find him? He goes, DM me your address. He sent us three cigars. He sent us three cigars, and they were the best three cigars I smoked that summer. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, guys. I got brought on board as a an ambassador, and... You know, here we are. So there are a few other this ambassadors. Was great, this is a great this. show. Let's recap real quick for everybody. But we still, still on. We still
We've got one more thing left to touch on. We still got to get a turning point of the week. If you want to got to finish it up in the screen. Oh, we got to do there. We'll do the turning point and then we'll head on there, Mount Rushmore, and then we're out. We'll be out for the day, guys. So let's do the turning point. Hit it. Good job, Professor. All right. What was the turning point? Yeah, I'm going to change. What do we got? What do we got? Are you waiting for a question or to the turning point of the week? What was the turning point of the week for this week? <laughs> turning point of the week. I have to go with uh, my turning point of the week. It has to be. Uh, I gotta go back to to uh, war games, man. I, I I am just yes. Yeah, see, I I I thought the end was fantastic. I thought they blew it up with Randy Orton, and tell then you see him punk on top of that. You know, that's my turning point. My my turning point of the week would have to be Dynamite from Wednesday. I did not catch that Wednesday, but I was working, um, so I couldn't. I well, couldn't this Wednesday night. Working again. Uh, I think it's Wednesday. Yeah, because they didn't do it yesterday or Friday. Samoa Joe. Well, I don't watch wrestling. I don't watch wrestling. You you know it. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's there's different. uh, I think StreamYard's having issues. So, AEW, you got Dynamite, Rampage, and Collision. It's Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. On Wednesday night, the devil's henchman came out Ooh. and tried to beat up MJF. Joe came out, made the save. The devil then popped on the screen after AEW lost video for about 30 seconds. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Big uh, big hit on the production people for that one. Oh, yeah. I know things happened, happy but I'm sure that wasn't happy because the devil came on the screen as soon as they got back, but it was already over. And nobody knows who the devil is still. And he came on the screen and there was, you know, three teleprompter prompts that were put up and, you know, it said, you think you're a hero? Max, are you ready? And it said, are you ready to face your fears and face the unknown in a tag team match? So who do you think on it Dynamite. Oh, so wow. it's two of, it's two of the masked uh, henchmen, devils, advocates, whatever you want to call them. Versus MJF and Samoa Joe. Oh wow! I, I think that was the turning point to, uh, for DBR. That so who well, we that because they're going into we know it's not actually December. Punk. What is it? December thirtieth or December twenty seventh? Well, December thirtieth is a Sunday, so it's probably the third. No, December thirtieth is a Saturday. Then it's got to be December thirtieth. My birthday's on a Sunday. Bro. Is World's End. And it's going to be Samoa Joe versus MJF. So they're, they're, I mean, would I like to see the devil unmasked then? Yes. Do I think they're going to probably drag this out to full gear? Probably. Most likely. But then again, I, I don't know. I mean, could Samoa Joe be the man that's controlling the devil and everybody? It could be. You know, so like now, a higher power, so to say. But now, let's do our Mount Rushmore as per coup. All right, let's finish it off. Who do you so, got? My Mount Rushmore is the Boogie Woogie Man, Johnny Valiant. Jimmy Valiant. Okay. Okay. Then we have the Wild Samoans. Hmm. 
Okay. Okay. Then we're going to have, obviously, my brother Jimmy Snooker. Okay. What I got? Two more? No, one technically, you would have one more. One more. Because you usually put the Wild yeah. Samoans on the together tag team. But that, you can do that. You could put them together as that. one. Because yeah. there was, there was obviously, there was yeah. a lot of Wild, there was a lot of different incarnations well, of the Wild Samoans. Yeah, there was. And then we got. Uh, so you'd have two more, technically. Then we're going to do. Uh, can't forget my brother, S.D. Jones. All right. I'll That's put him pretty nice. There. That's pretty good. Put him up there. So what's that, four? That's it. So that's it? That's my mouth. That's record. it. So I'm going to go backwards. My number four. I'm going to start at four. So my number four, and you're going to you're gonna give me the eyebrow on this one. But <laughs> my, my number four is Ric Flair. Whoa! That's my number four. My number three is The Rock. Oh, sugar. My number two is superstar Billy Graham. Number okay. one is probably and my number one is The Undertaker. That's my brother. That's my Mount Rushmore. There it is, folks. That's the end of our show. Listen, make sure you tune in next week. Turn buckles and stogies. Don't forget about our contest. Make sure you more detail for that. And uh, thank you again to Keith. Thanks, Keith. We appreciate your hats off. Thanks, thank you to H and uh, Turnbuckles. Uh, let's ring that bell. Ring that wow. bell. Hit that tip. Yeah. Be good, everybody. That's the show for today, everyone. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with an all-new show. And remember, you can listen to us again and again. The podcast of this radio show is available right after we go off the air tonight, anywhere that you can get your podcast episodes. And thanks for joining us today. I'd like to take a moment to tell